Late in 1895, Wilhelm Conrad Röntgen first noticed the strange effect which led to the announcement of his discovery of X-ray. X-ray. They remained a mystery east to the scientist. That is how they got their name. X for the unknown. Oh, he's a radiology tech. Oh, wow. Like, oh, oh, that's cool. Snap. I'm fighting the urge to not go. Shout out to Endo. I, I got to stop doing shout outs. <laughs> Where's the telebreaker, bro? Is the tube out of x-rays? Yeah. What's going on? Why don't you test these BE tips out for us? Just, Bruh. Just, yes. Wow. What? Dang, that's a double whammy. I was like, yeah. Torque the histogram. <laughs> we got I got to shoot x-rays. So what is whole, Longhorn is trying say, to email us right now for a sponsorship? Did yeah. you make you go repeat the x-rays for him? No. No. Shout out to Bronx and ERCPs. <laughs> We're all radiologic technologists. What up, what up? Dance booty in the pants. <laughs> Gather jockey's back. You're having way too much Quattro. fun with that microphone. <laughs> <laughs> if there's, if there's See, stuff in your it? pants already, something's going on. Cuatro amigos. Roosevelt. Patrick. We got Pat. What up, man? We got Eddie. Yo. We got John. How's it going? What's up, guys? What's happening, man? How's everyone doing? It, you know, it, we're recording on a Friday. Yeah. Friday night. I'm Friday tired. night. Friday night. I'm tired. Long week. That's how we're I know you're tired. Old. Long week. I got bags of <clears throat> under my eyes. Eddie right. knows that we were getting slammed. 14 cases week. that we did, and that's not to mention what you did. Oh, that's right. You guys work at the same hospital. I'm dead. Oh, man. That's rough, man. I was like, uh, all right, well, forget all my notes. I'm going home. Bye. That's pretty much it. How hard is it it for you to to leave at the end of the day? Like, do you have any kind of cutoff or Roosevelt specifically? Like, are you just, are you tied down until the cases are done, done? Oh, yeah. No, tied down until the cases are done, done. And what's worse is that, like, we have to finish notes. And um, what does that mean? Like, what, what does notes like, mean? Like, well, the post procedure notes and orders and stuff uh, like that. All the documentation. Most of the time, you yeah, lock dude. the door to your office so nobody can bother you, <laughs> and they think you're gone. <laughs> oh, man, bro, that's a that's again. a that's a diva move right there. That's a it's pro a, move. You can act like I mean, like Eddie knows, man. Like it's when I'm. Everyone comes to me, and everyone reminds me a million times, like. You're like, okay, well, they get mad at you because you don't you don't put in orders. But when you put in orders, they get mad at you because you can't go in consent. Well, when you do both of those, they get mad at you because you can't go into procedure and you know as fast enough. Who's and they? Still got to do notes. Everyone, just you know, everybody in general that you have to deal with. Yeah, man, it's it's a it's frustrating. Eddie sees it too. He's just like quiet. He's like, hey, we got something. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I, I walk know, in man, and I'm like, we have something room two. <laughs> Thank you. And then just the like, facts. Oh, Slowly back yep. away and just <laughs> don't make eye contact. <laughs> like I sit there, I'll like taking a big old deep breath. I'm like, all right, give me one second, and I'll go in. But, anyways, how are you guys doing? Doing good, man. You can look me in the eye and talk to me if you want, Eddie. You're averting your eyes right now. It's okay. You don't have to back away. I won't beat you up. Why are you so aggressive? Oh, man. I feel like you went way too hard on Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> if by hard well, you, you mean uh, bland tacos and like a little margarita, then yeah, I went hard in the paint. Whose fault did you? Was it your tacos or bland? Mine. I was in charge of cooking them that night. And if you want a bland meal, I'm your huckleberry. <laughs> Were you home? Uh, well, at, at, you know, I worked and then I got off and then I'm all up. Any excuse to celebrate tacos. I'm all about it, man. Oh yeah, true, true, true. Every Tuesday, had a gulp of champagne. Oh, nice. Was it like, hit me? Was it like the expensive kind, or are we going like you know daily routine? No, it's the daily Root. kind, man. No, All right, daily, the daily, the, the daily routine. If you yeah. want some, if you want some pep in your step, if you want to boost your spirits, I got something for you. What? Go ahead on your downtime, on your relaxing time. I don't know what it's like at the Roosevelt House. But if you're kind of watching some TV, zoning out, go in and flip through the Catherine Jockey reviews on our podcast. My goodness, <laughs> y'all, y- y'all are coming with it hard. We're getting some good reviews. I know for 100% sure on Apple Podcasts, you can rate and review. On Spotify, I think you can just rate. And I think on Spotify, 
we're like at five stars at like maybe a million votes, I think, or maybe 30. I forget which one. Um, but I'm going to, since you guys are kind of chilling out, it's been a long week. I'm going to read one of my favorite reviews. <clears throat> now, if you, as one of our listeners, leave a review, I may feature you here on the podcast. And if we're feeling really froggy, we may send you like a Roosevelt's working on shirts and jackets and fedoras and backpacks and bottle openers. Anything you can slap the name Cather jockeys on, he's going for it. So I'm going to read. You guys want me to read you one? Branding, bro. I know. I love it. I'm not making fun. I'm waiting for my backpack. I'm waiting for my backpack. Seriously. Uh, um, I'm going to read one. This is from shout out to right off the bat. Really great name. Platypus pal 320. I don't know if you're just really into platypuses, uh, pals, and you were born on March 20th, but I'm all about that name. Five-star review. Thanks for that. Here's his review. Imagine this. You walk into the room. You see a black leather couch. You sit down, relax. Taking in the rest of the show, the microphone looks to be high quality. Yeah, I guess he didn't hear episode six. That's when you <laughs> that's when you a little salty, huh? That's when you realize you've been sitting there comfortably chatting with the catheter daddies for almost an hour catheter now. Daddies. And the catheter floppy daddies. And the floppy catheter tubes hardly distract you from the pleasant conversation. You spilled your tea, but it was ne- it was never really tea. Just a cup full of Brisa and Omnipake. A reminder of that small bowel slash CT enter Enterography. Enterography. I know how to say it, but my mouth isn't working. Enterography. Enterography. Yeah, we didn't do that at my hospital. You did a few weeks ago. You listen to the stories of the glowing irradiated warriors. Oh my gosh, I love that part. Uh, Around you and find comfort in their shared struggles. You pass on your knowledge to the next generation from that leather couch now, flanked by the catheter daddies. That's what it's like to listen to that podcast. My goodness. That is an absolute poet or something. I don't know what to do in there, but I love it. I'm I'm completely infatuated with it. Description, man. I mean, I can't think of a better Uh, I mean that took some thought and that was well done. I think he Platypus Pal. Platypus Pal, you put more effort into that review than we do on most of our episodes, I think. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it was all truth. It was all truth. So shout out. There's a bunch of reviews on there. We really appreciate it. It's you know we're here. We're on. A, it's a Friday night. We're like, is anybody listening? Because we're at number. This is the precipice here. Platypus episode seven. This is where podcasts fall off. Do you guys know that? I know Roosevelt. Lucky I talked to you about seven. It. Seven is where they drop off. So if we seven. drop off now, we're a statistic. But if we go to eight, we're already ahead of the curve. So these reviews really help. Uh, platypus Keep glad, going. glad to give you a shout out um and like i said once we get like our you know our swag dialed in next time we read a review uh and it's yours uh we'll send you some swag at the very least we'll give you a shout out on the podcast maybe even the socials or whatever so thank you for the reviews thanks for following thanks for subscribing that's a huge gigantic help for a, a, a number of reasons number one which is the most important our egos Am I right, Roosevelt? <laughs> Every time I see that review count tick up, I'm like, booyah, we got a fan. Yes. I'm like, it's all Patrick. <laughs> I mean, it's I do Patrick's have. Patrick's doing. <laughs> I've got. Uh, no, 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 no. I got uh, a bunch of other reviews. We'll read. I'll, maybe I'll do like a thing where I'll read a, one review a, a, a week or something like that because it's cool. It's kind of cool getting a shout out on, on your favorite podcast. Listen, I'll send you a t shirt, but. If you're one of the lucky ones to get a bumper sticker, I'm sorry. I ran out of t-shirt funds. <laughs> bumper sticker. There we go. My sister has a cricket, and that's probably all I can afford is a bumper sticker. There you go. That'll work. T-shirts are expensive. <sighs> so don't it. feel bad. So let's give them. It's just I, broke. I, <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. So yeah, thank you guys. Man, that's. That's a huge help for us, and we really appreciate it. Uh, you guys, and if you're leaving reviews out there, the weirder the better. I mean, the bar is pretty high, so go ahead and leave yeah. them, rate, review, we subscribe, love the weird follow. Yes, it's hilarious. And, and obviously, you're listening to this, so you want to be entertained. So 
we want I to be entertained too. So leave us an awesome, weird ass review. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get too Highly weird though. <laughs> Make it yeah, like I mean, PG. Yeah. No, we Ish. can go R. No, PG. Don't get X. Don't yeah. get X in there. The fact <laughs> that I mentioned flopping catheters, like I have a, is it a bot? Did we get reviewed by a bot? <laughs> like that might be a bot, I bro. I don't think a bot could come up with something like that. Maybe only a bot could come up with something like that. <laughs> I don't know, man. The AI system is pretty good because like Bro. when when I did our logo, it yeah. was legit. The, it says catheter jockeys, but it had like a urine bag strapped to the leg. Platypus so, 320, if you're a bot, was, how AI dare you? wasn't wrong. How dare you toy with our emotions, Platypus 320, if you are a bot. <laughs> but the not, AI... Hit us up. Yeah, if you're not, hit us up. Slide into the DMs. Hit up Roosevelt. He'll send you a bumper sticker, bumper sticker that his uh, sister made on her cricket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, all right, what are we going to dive into this week? I, I think we'll give him something to review about because this is one of, whenever I'm, whenever I'm introducing myself to somebody not in the medical field, I, oh, hey, I'm an x-ray tech. And they're like, oh, cool. What's that like? I think most x-ray techs are like this. The ER is just a, it's just a whole different beast because you're problem solving, you're troubleshooting, you're thinking outside the box. You got to get what the doctor ordered. You're having to deal with the patients on a whole different level. Like if you're at the hospital as an inpatient, you're already having a rough day. But if you're in the ER, it's just, you may be seeing and interacting with somebody and having to do what you got to do on the worst day of their life. Trying to think of what stuff I can, I remember, but there are stuff that I do remember. I mean, not going to be like crazy. Well, it is crazy. It's just not very bright in your day, but it was something that has affected me. I still remember it to this day. It's my, it's our first year, first year extra school, first clinical site. Oh, wow. And uh, so they called us for an uh, an X-ray of a baby, and we're like, okay, cool. Walked in there, they're like, yeah. So the the EMT brought in um, a baby. The baby's drowned, and the baby's dead. Oh, oh yeah. wow, dude! Damn. It was like, I was like, wait, what? Like I've seen some stuff, but not like kids or like a baby, right? That's, oh, that's it just, a whole different, different, right? Yeah. You know. So. I walked in there and like I was like in shock and I didn't really want to go in there, but I was like, okay, well we got to do it. It's part of the job. So, and it was just, just like I felt so bad. The family's just not ha- obviously crying, and um, oh, there's wow. just this like lifeless baby. And, oh like, man! And like I re- I remember it looked fake uh, wow. because it was just so like I don't know. I it, think that's was probably. That? The worst part of this job is having to see a code. Oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but like, but but man, that and that, you're a first. You're, so you're a first year student. Oh yeah. Oh first wow. Year, just first brand new. First oh, first grade. semester too. First semester, man. It was it that I'm telling you right now. It's been that was 2000. What four mm-hmm. four yeah four 2004, and it's, you know. 2022 right now and i still remember that it's so vivid it's so crazy wow. you know but it, like you i would said, never i would never forget that man that was just the worst well, yeah that's pretty intense was man. one of the worst it's there yeah that's so, pretty intense I mean, and what's pretty traumatic for sure for sure and that's that's one thing about working in the er and hospitals as well but especially the er you just sometimes we're burdened down by the weight of knowledge. We just see mm-hmm. the worst of the worst. So I don't know about you guys, but anytime I have any random body ache, I'm just like, oh, might be appendicitis. Might be, you know, a ruptured gallbladder. Welcome uh, to my but life. probably just too many tacos on Cinco de Mayo. Welcome <laughs> to my life. I diagnose, I have like so many autoimmune disorders. And yep. um, <laughs> self-diagnosed, self-diagnosed myself. Like the yeah, more you sure. know, the more you have. Yeah, that's what's <laughs> that's crazy about motto. working in the ER is that you just yes, I like that. The more you know, the more you have. Anytime I have any random stuff, I'm just like, oh, yeah, this is it. Goodbye. <laughs> it's like, 
like premium yeah. version of WebMD. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, I'm trying to think that, that, that kind of ties into, to, and I've got a few, I got a few and it, it kind of speaks to how badass women are because I'll never forget it. It was like, I'm in the ER. It's a, it's like Christmas morning guy walks in. He's like my age, my exact age. So if you don't know when you're in the ER, you either get a paper requisition or it pops up on uh, your, your screen for a patient exam, a little quick diagnosis or, or reason or some combination therein. Guy's my exact age and coming in because he hit his toe on a corner. And I'm like, bro, it's Christmas morning. He stubbed his toe. He literally like stubbed his toe. And like naturally the PA working that day ordered like a, a foot, a toe, a foot, an ankle, tib fib, a femur, a hip. <laughs> yeah, an ultrasound. SI yeah. joints. Let's go ahead and get a CT angio on that. Might be a blood clot in there. We need a BE stat. Yeah. Ultrasounds. So I ultrasound that joint. I negotiate for. Let's see if there's any fluid in there. There's foreign bodies in there. I negotiate for, you know, for 10 minutes to get it down to like a foot. <laughs> and. <laughs> And listen, I get it. That could be a whole podcast in itself is negotiating <laughs> stuff down. Oh man, I'm bro. Over ordering. Yes. Over ordering and negotiating stuff down. Oh, oh that's my a good God. One. That's a good one yeah. for sure. Um and well, I can get this ankle if I do the foot too. <laughs> oh no, foot, ankle, tib fib, and knee, and then toes yeah. also. Yeah. And you're I'll like on the wrong side. <laughs> yeah, on the wrong side. <laughs> so I, I get this And you're guy. like, what happened? And they're like, they stubbed their toe. Yeah, four weeks like, ago. <laughs> four weeks, yeah, four weeks. Last year, they stubbed their toe. Yeah. Uh, so this one was a fresh stub toe. It was like he was excited about getting that PS3 on Christmas morning. Hit his toe. And man, my heart goes out to him. I get it if it's bad enough to where you're in the ER, but man, it was it was a rough. It was just rough day for him, rough day for me because it, it it was a very difficult exam to get through to completion. Um, cut to, I don't know, like a half an hour later, maybe an hour later, just this nice, sweet, older lady comes in, and I'm in that small ER, um, uh, like X-ray room, and she comes walking in. Got a hip on her. She's like, yeah, like I, I, I bumped my hips, bumped my hip. (laughs) She did have two hips. She, she, I bumped my hip a couple days ago and it just, it's just still kind of hurting. Get her on the table. uh, Go ahead and shoot a couple, you know, AP and lateral of the hip. Boom. Complete femoral neck fracture. Like, uh, like she came walking in and I'm like, Oh crap! Like it's completely broken. She she literally walked in. It wasn't like she was like really assisted. Like I think she maybe had like a cane or a walker. Maybe probably not even really. And just totally walked in. And she didn't even want to come in. She's like, "Yeah, my sister talked to me to coming in. I didn't want to come in. It's Christmas morning, and and completely like Gangster we wouldn't let her off the table until she got like on a, a fracture. I'm like, man, like the threshold pain for women. My hats off to you because I'm not even passing judgment on the the t- the stub toe guy. You ever stub your toe, bro? That just sucks. <laughs> it's like the worst, yeah. and and it probably Hold hurt on. long wait, enough wait, wait. to go to the ER. Wait, yeah, yeah. There's these two stories. Like, are they combined? Is this two separate stories? No, it, no, it was the same. It was like same, within, I'm waiting. Look, look, look. I'm waiting for like the guy stubbed his toe, kicking the grandma on the hip. <laughs> That's not how it happened. Like I'm waiting. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Are these two stories combined? No, it was just an ER story to tell like how badass the threshold pain of women are. But man, there may have been related. I may have to go back and, and I'll analyze my records. I'll check my diary. Oh yeah, stub my toe, yeah. kicking this this old lady in the hip. Old lady is like coming in, well, like yo, I don't want to come in. This guy just came and kicked my foot. Okay, an interesting hips. day to be in the ER is also holidays, Fourth um, of July. No. In particular, firecracker injuries. It depends on what holidays. Firecracker it depends on what holidays. Firecracker in the hand. They didn't release mm-hmm. it. Ooh, have you gotten uh, those, Eddie? Oh yeah, last uh, three digits blown completely where you just saw the skeleton, like it was just the bone. 
<gasps> all of the flesh was off. What? Um, and then all of his, uh, all of the metacarpals were uh, completely like fractured from the 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 explosion. Oh, what was it, it from? A sparkler? No, a firecracker. <laughs> he had it in his hand and he held it too long. He was drunk. Wow, that was imagine. that was a given, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> Those are nuts, especially like those like um, M80s and stuff like that, right? The, that you like can't buy at your local I mean, Publix yeah. or something. Yeah, if it can <laughs> shred a mailbox in half, it can do some damage to your hand. God, <laughs> uh, who's that football player who uh, jacked up his finger? Oh, JPP, yeah. Uh, JPP, yeah, JPP, yeah. that's right. Bucks. Jason Pierre, Paul. dang, <laughs> dang, that's wild, man. John, you hey, got man. anything? What's the craziest story a, you've got from the ER? Uh, well, the craziest story, I wasn't directly involved in this, but um, actually happened to one of the nurses I used to work with. Yeah. And um, I, I guess I can tell this is, you know, there's no no weak ears out there, but. So and he actually Roosevelt told, He actually ended up telling this story on one of the one of those uh, ER shows. But uh, so this guy comes into the ER, had uh, was covered in like a like a parka, basically had like a blanket completely covering him. He walks into the patient room and says, "So, w- what are you here for today?" And I, I can I'm just dramatizing, but I'm sure he's like. Uh well uh he fell I'm I'm stuck and he's like oh, what do you yeah. what do you mean you're stuck he's like well take a look and he pulls pulls out pulls up the parka and it's a campfire propane stove like one of those like two burners and he's naked underneath with a campfire oh. stove sitting on his lap he got his penis stuck in the campfire stove what so let your <laughs> let your mind wander. <laughs> Do you want to know where? Do you want to know where my mind wanders? Where, <laughs> where did that parka like? How did how did that transition happen? Same question. Like, how did that transition? That was the only thing that would cover. I mean, I can imagine. You know, it's something covering him up. Parka. Exactly. No, I understand, but like, I, I want to know the nuance of how that goes down. Like, hey, uh, hey, uh, Fred. Uh, if you go in the guest room in the small closet, will you get my parka? <laughs> I'm sure he was like. I got a situation. I got on. a situation here. He probably was on some drugs or you know or he, something. No, he was uh, about to go camping. He had just mopped his floor. He slipped. He was naked, yes. going to shower, and fell. And yeah. you know, just slip, naked, one in a million. Hard on and you know. one in a million shot. He was, <laughs> he was, si- was on sizing the up the hole next to him. Wow. Or guys, maybe he just wanted to roast his weenie. Anyone think that? <laughs> it could. <laughs> I had a guy that. Where's that sound that, effect for that, Pat? I had a guy that filleted his like a hot dog. <laughs> there, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Right. Wait, did that, you already have that pre programmed? Bro, you know, we you know I come correct. Oh, wow. That was wow. Rough. We so, had this patient. I mean, that's pro- I mean, that's probably like one of the most wild ones uh, I've had. Um, some direct knowledge, but. We had this patient. That one I tell that all the time. That's a good one. Yeah, we had wild. this patient that had a mental. Uh, a mental disorder like, and he would like to harm himself and shove things up there. And so he would shove metal objects up the uh, urethra. So uh, we had to take an x-ray one time. Trigger alert. And so I, I took the x-ray, right? And I get a call from the radiologist about five minutes later. And he's like, yeah, we need you to bring the patient back. And he's like, I want you to take the picture and grab it and stretch it out. What? Yeah. He needed to see exactly Me and Roosevelt now all about the wrangling. Was. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to being an RA. <laughs> oh, you guys have to do that? Yeah. So I, had to, I had to grab it, yank it out, and hold it there while we shot the x-ray. And um, oh, yeah, so wow. they could see exactly how far they had to go to go retrieve it. You've clearly oh. never done the lasso. Oh, yeah, I've bro. heard of Be that, a pro. Yeah. Lasso yeah. the wiener. Wow. Okay. <laughs> There's a groove that the lasso goes. <laughs> bro. <laughs> it's the base of the glands. 
Oh wow! <laughs> well, we're getting we're getting some knowledge tonight. Yeah, bro. Hey, welcome to the ER. I, I, it is sort of surprising how much of the ER is sort of routine. That was one of the first things that really shocked me was how you know you see the, a lot of car accidents. Those 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 always kind of freaked me out because you could tell the patients are just really scared. Uh, again, they're having a really rough day. Um, for me, one of the one of the more <clears throat> here's why I here's why I like working in the trauma environment because, and I'll, I'll, t- I'll share with you a story that kind of exemplifies it. The medical field in general, especially x-ray, we just see a higher volume of patients. If you're a doctor or a nurse, you're pro- you got your handful of patients and you're doing your thing. But when you're an x-ray, we've got high volume. I mean, mm-hmm. you guys said you guys had a, a busy week. How many cases did you do today? Uh, Eddie? 14. 14 cases. That's 14 human beings you interact with, interacted with. Now, if you're in ER, Go ahead and double or triple that. Oh, uh, easily, easily. So you're see, you're seeing all kinds of stuff. So I like it because it grounds me in a in a really big way. Because if you're bummed out because you you didn't get your tater tots that morning because you know an outpatient showed up early, and then you see some poor man or woman that was trying to dodge a squirrel and then you know park their car on a telephone pole, like it, it's humbling. So I'm going. Yeah. It's- you see a dude with a parka with his penis stuck in stuff. Man. You're like, what uh, you know what? He's oh, having a, he's, having he's a, hilarious. And then also <laughs> he's having a rough day. You know what? This kind of puts myself into perspective. Uh, so for me, it was, it, and it started out in endo shout out to endo doing a really routine. Um, I want to say it was a bronc. So is endo in bronc? Yeah, whatever. It was a bronc. Super routine procedure. They're usually exploring, you know, uh, inside the lungs, maybe grabbing some some uh, biopsy samples. And it was on an older patient, and it was an employee's dad. And very routine. Seen him fifty times. Very benign procedure. It's, we're just kind of there to to kind of fluoroscopically guide them. Well, things go sideways fast, and I, the bronch was sort of like a last ditch effort to kind of find out what was going on. And they knew there was risk involved and the poor patient died right there in the room. And normally in a hospital setting, when that happens, obviously there's a code, the anesthesiologist is there, the doctors are there, they're doing compressions, they're doing this and all that went down to no avail. But because it was like an employee's family member, they let his wife come in. So I'm there in the corner of the room with my C-arm. So when there's a code going down or the, the, the procedures going sideways, you just back your equipment and get out of the way. You sort of stay there just because you don't know they may need to, they may need you. So I'm just, at this point, I'm no longer providing any x-ray services. I'm an observer and I'm there if they need me. And I get to witness, it was so sad and, and sweet in a way, this, this lady say goodbye to her husband and I had never seen that kind of even when you see a, a you know a, a code in the ER it's still sort of sterile in, in a lot of ways you're not really seeing the the kind of the waves of of grief that come from that but I saw it I mean I was right there I was a part of it in a real way and obviously it kind of shook me in a way and and for that for the whole day I was just you know that how could that not impact you so I'm wrapping up my day. At that time, I was doing 12s, and the hospital I worked at, uh, they had a like a secondary place, and uh, like, hey, they need an X-ray over there. And I'm like, you know what? I'm leaving. I'll just swing by and knock it out on my way out. And it was this lady. It was a birth that was going sideways pretty fast, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> I got to see. And end up turning into like an emergency C-section right there in the uh, trauma room. And I had never seen that. I got to see, again, It was they were trying to do it normal, but it was going sideways. Mom wasn't doing very well. And I got to see this baby born. So in the same day, I saw somebody die. And at the end of my day, I saw new life brought into this world. It was a mind-blowing day. Like it just kind of just was... If nothing else, it just kind of humbled me in a gigantic way. It was just like, hey, man, this is 
this is a part of life, man. It's a, it's, I don't, I can't think of another job where you can see such a wide range of humanity (laughs) in your 12 hour shift. I totally agree. I mean, you see everything. um, And what humbles me is when you see someone who's young and is ate up with cancer and you look at their age and they're younger than you. Oh yeah. Like that freaks me out too, man. Else humbles me. I mean, especially if they're coming to ER and it's like, Oh, well, we just had someone that we're having back pain for like two months and came in, scanned the chest, huge invading mass in their spine. And so you just, you know, can't imagine what they're thinking, what they're going through. Those are usually like the best patients too. too. They're like, they're so cooperative. They're not Mm -hmm. complaining. They're just, they do everything that you ask them to. And then you got a guy with a paper cut and he's like screaming and crying and won't even get up. To me, I to me, I try to I try to use those moments when I'm stressed out at work to put things in perspective. Like, uh, you know, my trivial woes or issues they they pale in comparison to what our patients are going through, and and they don't always have to be as dramatic as as those ones that we've shared. But even just you know, somebody's going in for surgery, they're getting their preoperative chest X ray bro, I'm not having to have any major or minor surgery this week. Like I'm already at a W for the week. You know what I mean? So I try, I try really hard to focus in on those moments. Yeah, man. And you know, the thing is too, like we are so used to seeing that stuff. Like, you know, if we've been working in it for a long time, like we have, we're so used to seeing that stuff. We become numb to it too. But those situations that we're sharing right now, those are memorable ones. We, we see stuff that's normal every day, right? And again, you can see that one situation happen. It affects you, but you know, inside you have to. You just definitely move on get. Go out from you definitely day. get numb to it. And I don't want to say just that you're numb to it because you do sort of desensitized. Desensitized. Yeah, you're desensitized yeah, because you do. Hardened. You do feel emotion, but you're like, I can't. I can't break down right now. I got to do right. my job. I got to take yeah. care of this patient. I got to finish going. Good what's point. Going on. Like I you got to be professional. Like we, we we hide it well. Mm-hmm. Like it bothers us. We I think uh, we just kind of put it. We you know put it into put a it box back. for later, and yeah. just save it for later. We got to be professional. We got to go do our job because if we don't, nobody's going to be helping these people. Oh yeah, I mean it. It's hundred percent agree. It's a. I mean, and there's another. This is the reason why, like, we have at work. We joke around and we, you know make make light of situations right oh some of the darkest jokes and humor i've ever heard are in right to to everybody else outside of this you know our realm they're gonna be like oh that's really insensitive blah 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 like listen we know it's insensitive but that's how we cope and that's how we deal with. oh yeah exactly it's a coping mechanism for sure for sure so it's not being unprofessional it's just how we deal with stuff like that we see you know it's a normal thing yeah, if you're at a trauma, so, if you're oh, at a can't trauma, be serious one. all the time. Yeah, yeah. I got a good ER mm-hmm. story, but it 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 doesn't have to do with a patient; it has to do with a coworker. Go for it, man. Let's hear it. So uh, uh, we just happened to get a brand new digital portable, and uh, Wi-Fi wasn't set up yet, so we had to go and bring it into our um, control area to hook it up to the Ethernet to send the films. So. We have a standard uh, two-room ER where the control's right in the center and you have your two rooms on the sides of it. Um, so my coworker comes bringing in the portable machine to come plug it in and they just keep driving and they're driving and they slam into the control center of room one and it completely, <laughs> it completely comes off the wall wires come off and there's sparks i had to hit the emergency <laughs> stop in the room and they're like wow they're like oh i'm fired <laughs> <laughs> well, clocking out <clears throat> have a good day oh, dude. oh it was uh probably the biggest catastrophe that i've ever seen at work wow was the person drunk driving or they're just old i i think they were on the older side, and I think that they probably were just napping. 
and maybe they were still sleeping and thought they were in cruise control. <laughs> Dang, they're like on rem. They wake yeah, up like autopilot. Sleep, like, it was uh, a huge uh, crash. I mean, I mean, it was one of those old. It was an older ER from like the seventies. So like, it was one of those controls that are attached to the wall and it's like a huge panel with all different kinds of buttons and she slammed right into it and just came right off the wall wires coming out sparks flying everywhere (gasps) dang we got the sparks going oh yeah it was i thought there was gonna fire going so i go and hit the emergency stop you know so that all the electricity (laughs) stops in the room (laughs) yeah it, it was nuts no. Quick thinking, Eddie. I'd have been like, "Oh shoot, <laughs> you finna get fired." <laughs> uh, I w- I mean, this is almost before where every phone had a camera on it. I really wish I could have recorded that. Oh my gosh, that's well, rough. I don't even know there's an emergency stop button. Where's the emergency stop button? Oh, in every extra. <laughs> oh, there's a big yeah. red button. Yeah, you hit it and stop in case your tube blows. Uh, all right, can I share one more story? Yeah, go yeah, ahead. Go ahead. It's not, a, it's not an ER story, but here's what happens when x-ray techs get together. We can kind of tend to one-up each other. You guys have all put forth some, some very touching, poignant, gnarly stories, but I think I got one. Have you guys ever been in a situation? And I, again, it kind of goes back to that dark humor. The situation itself was really, really sad, but it, it was shocking to me. It was pretty like jarring honestly, but to kind of cope, I had to find the bright side of it. And that's, that was uh, how one of my coworkers experienced it. So at my, at a hospital, there was a legit murder suicide. Oh, we've had that. We've had that. All right. What? Oh yeah. 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 So and it's like, yeah, but, that was yesterday. <laughs> no, no, it was a no. couple years ago, but yeah. yeah. So f- f- when it happened to me, we had this transporter and I don't know if, should I say his name? He had it. We gave him a nickname. Yeah. Nickname. I'll give him his nickname because the nickname's sort of funny. His nickname was Turbo and it was one of those <laughs> ironic nicknames. Did he break dance? It was uh, no, it was, he was our transporter. Great guy. Amazing guy, honestly. And, it was one of those ironic nicknames. He was our transporter, and it wasn't the quickest. <laughs> so we we call him Turbo. And there was another reason why we call him Turbo, but we call him Turbo. And this this is transporter performance space nickname. This dude, he is one of those guys that whenever something happened at the hospital, he was just always involved in some way or another. Every single time, if it was like. Hey, did you hear the new CEO got like arrested for, you know, money laundering? He was like, yeah, man, uh, my uncle was the one that arrested him. <laughs> like he was always involved <laughs> somehow. And he had just finished transporting a patient back to the room very slowly and safely. He, he brought the patient back to the room and he hears multiple gunshots. License. He hears multiple gunshots. And God bless him. He goes towards the gunfire. Of course. <laughs> He's literally the first person on the scene when he sees the aftermath. And it's, it's, it's sad. It, it, it ended up being a really sad story. There's, there's still like smoke in the room. He sees it and like, Hey, something happened in here and reports it. And within minutes, they're calling nine one one or calling, you know, cops to get there. It just, was insane like i and again it ended up being a really sad story i i looked up the story recently and it was like the, the wife had had a stroke and they just kind of made a pact that if the, if something you know crazy would happen that they would go out together which is yeah again it's that crazy spectrum wow. that you see in the hospital man we see Dude. the ex- we see the extremes of life yeah i rem- first of all i remember turbo and that dude's crazy <laughs> and funny good yes. guy yes but that it's exactly spot on. <laughs> this yeah. crap of it where he's everywhere. <laughs> yeah. The funny thing is, Turbo's like nonchalant about it. He just, yeah, he just shot it, you know, saw these two people. Oh, die. he was like super nonchalant about it. Yeah, that's nuts. I remember uh, it was uh, we were, it was a few years ago, and that was crazy. Um, that same actual story, except like 
it wasn't a pact. It was more like the person. No, the he was mad. Other. Yeah, he was mad at the significant other. And, oh, uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, and it was like some, I, th- I want to say it was some kind of cheating thing. And oh, really? And yeah. Bam. Oh, I didn't bam. hear that. It was a murder suicide. Oh, wow. Dude. Yeah. I re- listen, I remember that day. I came in. I was like, whoa, there's a ton of cops up in the front. Has to be something serious. And wow. like, oh, it was you remember, a lot of cops. You and, I was, and I called people and I was like, yeah. And we actually went up to the floor because we were like, what if, you know, like, what if people are injured and they're like, nobody's helping them? So we went up to the floor and we went and checked it out and everybody was like, no, no, it's it's all over. It's all over. So we went back down. And Dang. Uh, see, look look at the bravery there. <laughs> you know what I did? I was like, hey, what's going on? They're like, oh, people got shot. I was like, all right, tell me when it's clear. Well, I wasn't, wasn't going <laughs> to. Con- I'm going to go get some tater tots. <laughs> I'm not confronting anybody. I was just going to like, you know, pull somebody to a room or something, you know, if they're injured or something. Yeah. Like the that. fact that know, you thought about that, that's like heroism. I'm over here like. <laughs> Eddie, nah. hats off to you. Life, life in the hospital. It's not for the meek. It's, it's, uh, and that's why I love the job is because. It, you're cleaning up poop one second and then you go eat your lunch. Man, I'm oh. telling you, it's it's a master class in humility, if nothing else. And it depends on the city and what location. If you're like, let's say, you know, I had a store, uh, buddy tell me a story um, when he was working in, in Chi-Town, right? A.K.A. Chirac. Uh, <laughs> Southside, Southside Chicago. Chirac? I've never heard that. I got, I got what, family. Chirac? I got family outside of... Chicago. I've never heard of Chirac. That's actually pretty hilarious. But like, so you go to uh, like, you know, South, the hospital, like the big, the big like hospital in like inner city hospitals, like Southside Chicago, right? Oh, yeah. So he was telling me like their way of like um, their protocols for stuff like that for trauma and like gunshots is totally different for obvious reasons, right? So he was telling me, he's like, yeah, so we'll have people um, get dropped off at the ER, right? And they're wounded. And they just get dropped off. No one's there with them. They're just there. No one goes out there to save them because they know when they do, um, they know that other like rival gang members are coming by and they're going to find them and they're going to shoot them and they're going to wow. come in the hospital and they're going to shoot them up. And he literally told me a story that the guy was dropped off and all of a sudden rival gang members come and just sprayed him down with bullets like melted. Holy cow. Yeah, so it's like in the front there, or in like oh in the yeah, lobby? Like, in the, like no, in like the 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 bay, like the ambulance bay. Oh wow, where you would see sliding doors to go in, right? Sure, but yeah, yeah, think, yeah, man. Those those stories are crazy, and like like yeah, we see stuff, but like imagine being in like trauma one, inner city, you know, like in Atlanta, uh, like Grady. Or yeah. you know, like a, a city in L.A. or I mean, a house New York, New Jersey. Like, it's a whole yeah, different beast. Man. And if you're it's if you're listening, if you're listening, and you work at one of those, you know, inner city trauma or even trauma one in general, hit us up in the comments. Like I genuinely want to hear because most of I mean all of my career really, I wasn't like at a high level trauma. It, it was pretty standard, nothing crazy. We definitely had our moments. But if you are currently working in or did work in or about to work in, man, I, share the stories. So like hit us up, slide into the DMs, uh, leave us a comment. I'm sure we'll put some clips up of this. I, I, I genuinely want to hear the stories that you guys have had because I haven't had a trauma one experience, but I've interacted with techs and it is it is pretty fascinating how, especially as a guy that spent his career in a trauma three level facility, if you're not familiar, you know, three is kind of mundane. Two is most hospitals that are two, they're like on the cusp of two and one. They're, they're seeing a lot of stuff. And then one is like, you're getting burned. You're getting, mm-hmm. when people get airlifted, they're going to trauma. Burns, yeah. Yeah. When, when you get to the level one, like when you see the helicopter, they're taking them to the, to the trauma places. And it is pretty mm-hmm. crazy. I've, I've had many interactions with x-ray techs that work in trauma one settings. And it's surprising how they're very like um, nonchalant and kind of yeah. as casual as they, we are about it. 
They're so, yeah, especially man. as far as emotions go, they're like Teflon. Like I was just like a sponge, just like absorbing all of the dude. And the, and the thing is, like this, the skill level of like just um, being able to adjust um, with different views and stuff like that. And like, oh you know, yeah, just the things dude, that they can do. Like oh, we can shoot things while you're in the stretcher. You're like yeah. Oh, and port portable. They're like, they're like, oh yeah, portable masters. Like they can do like a full body. Me at a trauma three. I'm like, um, excuse me, you want me to do a two view and a portable? No, we got to get them here to the X ray. Like they're like, I'll do a full body in the in the portable. We had to do a lot of that when COVID hit. When COVID hit, we had to go to the COVID unit and we'd shoot full spines portable. It sucked. Wow. Yeah, it sucked because I mean, like they're like they have COVID. We're not bringing them down. Wow! And so we ha- and they yeah. need to get the X ray. So we would have to go up, shoot whatever they could, and it would be suboptimal films, but it'd be at least they got something. Yeah. Wow! Yeah. Well, uh, you guys got anything else? I got one more. It's a quickie. In the ER, it is my first patient of the day. It is seven oh one. I am Sands Tater Tots. First patient chest x-ray two of you nothing crazy and very nice uh, very nice hispanic lady and uh i know like a tiny bit of spanish enough to to get the job done in the x-ray world and she goes can i have some water please you know it's er my standard i'm not sure if they can or can't so i usually just say no because you just don't know, you may screw up the next test they may have. And that was sort of our protocol at the hospital was, no, we got to wait till all your tests are done because you drinking water right now may mess up something. And uh, I go, oh, no, I, I am so sorry. And she goes, okay, gordo. <laughs> <laughs> and I like, she said it in a tone. I was like, that didn't sound flattering. So I'm, I'm literally running the, ca- the CR cassette. And uh, I'll never forget it. She was one of my favorite uh, people to work with. She spoke fluent um, Spanish and I'm just running it. And I, and I go, Hey, what does Gordo mean? My coworker just starts cracking up. She's like, why? Who said that to you? And I'm like the sweet patient. I just took care of. She goes, uh, it means like fat or thick. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, what? <laughs> That sweet lady in bed 12, she's like straight up bullying me because I couldn't give her some water. Straight up. 702. I'm not going to lie. Put a damper on the rest of the day. <laughs> 702. You're like your whole life flash for your eyes. You're like. Wait. Gordo. Wait. <laughs> I was like, yo, I'm sorry, man. Can't have no water. What do you want me to do about it? I have no faith in humanity now, especially oh, old Hispanic ladies. Straight up. It was rough. It was rough. <laughs> That uh, ER life is crazy, man. Oh, uh, yeah. Anyways, so I think that's my wrap of our show. Isn't there some clout we need to give out to? We oh, do. Yeah. This is a it's a new thing that we're gonna do. Because we've um, been getting we've been getting a lot of support. We've been getting a lot of people uh tagging us in their stories online. And because I mean, I'm just gonna put it out there. I've done the research. We're one of the few, we're definitely the only podcast of our kind. There's yep. just no doubt about it. I've done the research. You know, I'm Googling left and right. A lot of the radiology podcasts, it's it's all almost exclusively um, radiologist driven. I like to think that we have a good balance between um, education fun, and informative. At the end of the day, we're just sharing our own experiences. They may not always be spot on or PC or they may not always be, you know, indicative of, of all x-ray text for sure but there are experiences and, and that is what it is but we're, we're trying to have a good time doing this and because we're putting it out there more people are reaching out to us and we're seeing more stuff about people trying to just uplift the profession and we're finding x-ray text out there doing all kinds of fun interesting mm-hmm. stuff and we definitely want to promote that for sure free clout shout out for the first free clout shout out is to our uh, day one buddy his his channel is Lazy Bones, right? Or his Lazy his, his Bones. Tag. Lazy his tag Bones is Lazy Bones. Yep. Hey, shout um, out, shout out to uh, shout we know out. Roosevelt's not about giving free clout to anyone, but you are so awesome that we're gonna give you some free clout shout out. Exactly. Uh, Lazy Bones Radiology. He's got a YouTube channel. He's got socials. First one. 
if you want to learn if you want to learn about if you want to learn about stuff man he's he's doing it all and and uh, anyone out there trying to promote the profession and and have fun with it and shine more light on us hey we're all about it man go ahead and give them a follow a subscribe go and like uh and then while you're in that zone go ahead and do the same for us man john you know his uh his handle his ig handle I think it's just lazy bones radiology. John, you're like John. You're a Google guy. You're like the worst well, he Googler. Me, he caught me off. He caught me off guard. Yeah, lazy bones underscore radiology. Lazy bones underscore radiology. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Follow follow our boy lazy bones underscore radiology. He's he's an IR uh, t- uh, tech, so he does everything IR related. So you does some good stuff. He has some humor in there. So give him give him give him some love. Yep. Give and like, if you're out there and you follow. want a free clout, if you want a free clout shout out, slide into our DMs or tag us on one of your stories. Uh, it helps us. It helps or leave you. a comment. Oh, there you go. I want to. I want to see lots of comments on these ER stories for sure. We need. We need something to top catheter zaddies. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, man. That's it. All right, man. Well, you guys, listen. The next episode, guys. As always, we appreciate it. As a- Conrad Renkin, no! Cut that, cut that. Which led no, don't that. Leave it in there. Skirt, skirt, skirt. Restart the episode. I'll do this. Hold on. As always, we appreciate the support. Thank you all so much for listening. Like, subscribe, follow, rate, review. What else we got? Anything? Be safe out Good there. Donate. Good night. Donate. So. Oh, yeah. Out. You know what? I never Good asked. Podcast yeah, land. Please. Donate I never ask for money. Please give us money. Buy us coffee. <laughs> <laughs> we need some we go sound and equipment. Go to subscription. We got to so go fund me. It. Yes. <laughs> we do not have a GoFundMe, but I'll start one. Also, be careful with those campfire stoves. There you go. All right. There we go. And we're Stay out. Stay out of Don't your local champagne. It's not Don P anymore. <laughs> He's on that Pond D. He's on that Pond D. (laughs) On that Cinco de Champagne. Uh, Sipping on some scissor. There we go. And we're out. Follow, like, subscribe. Do your thing. Twerk, 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 twerk. The histogram. Twerk, 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 twerk. All right, somebody cut his mic. How do we do this? Twerk, twerk. All right, Rob. Take it easy, y'all. All right, that's a wrap. No, I'm going to say the last word, and that's a wrap. Piss that's off. <laughs> Whoa, John, get the grip. And that's a wrap. We wrapped it. And we've officially wrapped it. it Christmas Cut. has now come. We have wrapped it so much. <laughs> and we're out. Cut. And we're done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye. Peace. Peace. Cut that.